Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Today I want to talk about overcoming disappointment. It's tricky and I'm addressing it today in part as often as the case because I want to get a handle on this myself. It helps to talk it through with you and actually that's a good place to start. If we're feeling disappointment, it can help just to admit to it, to allow yourself to feel it without apology, to show yourself some compassion and then to seek some healing and overcoming. We don't need to milk it for sympathy from others. You know, people have their own things to deal with. Um, or do we don't need to belabor it ourselves. But we can allow ourselves to feel bad that something we might have been expecting to experience, to see, to gain, hasn't happened or won't. These days, cancellations are certainly at the top of the list of things that we can feel are disappointing in small ways where we're looking forward to a nice outing or whatever, but in bigger ways where cancellation due to the virus situation maybe means a very special occasion like a wedding or a graduation or even a memorial is postponed or revised or canceled altogether. Some friends in another city recently let us know their wedding was going to be a small civil ceremony. I was disappointed myself that we wouldn't be there for the event and get to take a nice trip as well. But even more so, I felt extremely disappointed for the bride and groom. The bride was so giddy the last time I talked to her about her dress and the arrangements, the church and everything. I just found my my heart breaking for her. And then that led to a string of sympathetic pain and disappointment for Others who had to do the same or wouldn't have their graduation ceremony or wouldn't experience a special life event in the way they had anticipated. So that downward spiral was starting, and here I am today trying to get on back, back on track, um, first by talking about it, letting you know I am disappointed and that it isn't always easy. That's my start. But then I want to see if we can also bring out some healing ideas here, too. We can Maybe start by remembering that life is greater than a series of events or even opportunities or whatever. It's full of qualities that aren't reliant on physical circumstances or specific situations coming about. I can remember that love and joy and beauty and kindness and humor and goodness are to be found right here and right now in ourselves and in others around us today and, and in our tomorrow as well. We can do our best to see that it's not necessarily about the human setup and timing of things, but more about what those things can mean to us in a deeper way. So, um, for example, I can do my best to give loving comfort to my friends who are canceling their big wedding plans, but I can also take the time myself to reflect on their beautiful relationship the fact that I'm so glad to know them and so glad they found each other. I can remember that joy isn't locked into a certain hour and, and mostly I can remember that God has great things in store, right things, good things for them and that their small ceremony can be rich and ser satisfying and that maybe a later plan for a celebration or whatever will be even more right and fun and full of joy. 
I can try to stop deciding that good comes in one box, when it may be even better wrapped another way. That, at the very least, is going to bring more hope and gratitude, and that already gets me out of gloom and disappointment and more into love and expectation, which is so much more healing for me and more constructive, as I might be able to then bring a, a brighter spirit to other people as well. Sometimes something will really bring us down and we accept it as some final statement on our goodness or our talents, who we are and what we're about. We can take a rejection or mistreatment as saying something about ourselves or saying something about others that makes us unwilling to put ourselves out there again or whatever, or to seek out new experiences. We might just feel, we're done. It's just not worth it. Just think, though, how many musicians, artists, writers, successful business people, scientists, or whatever, got turned down from a school they wanted to get into, had their work scoffed at, or received more rejection letters than they had pages to their actual novel. We've absolutely heard stories of those who succeeded in spite of those earlier disappointments. They weren't better than you or I. They just had a certain sense that this wasn't it. Something kept driving them. Maybe ambition, but even more likely some inner truth that just told them that this had to be expressed or shared. Um, and even that it, it, it just felt right to them, that was enough, no matter what anyone thought. It kept them doing what they were doing. Disappointments seem rampant today, but they come to us even when we aren't in the middle of a pandemic. But we can do something with those times. We can, you know, pile them up and drown in them, or we can do what Duke Ellington did when he faced so much racial prejudice traveling the country and performing. He couldn't stay in the hotels that he was playing in to crowds. Disappointing personally, as well as a disappointment in the American social culture that should have been better, more respectful and embracing. Yeah, it is. But when he was asked if that slight bothered him, his answer was, I merely took the energy it takes to pout and wrote some blues. Isn't that great? He took whatever disappointment he may have had, any anger, and wrote magnificent music. And that was healing for him. It took away the pouting and instead brought a smile to himself, and he had a great smile, and to his listeners. His creative use of disappointment was healing. It didn't handle race relations for the country. It didn't make a virus instantly disappear. But a recognition of the energy at hand and a use of it in a creative or a kind or a loving or productive direction can certainly bring much to our own disposition and lead to good things for others that they can feel and hear and know and enjoy and maybe even dance and sing to. Well, on that note, that's what I've got for you today. I hope it helped lift you up a little bit. Um, let me know if you have any questions or you want to talk more. I'm at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.